Welcome back to the Podmore Get Better podcast. It is Friday, June 21st. I'm Will Sandstead. And I am Tony Johnson, and we are here live at the Sportsbook, and we've got a special guest. What up? That is Chris Longino. Uh, well, uh, Chris is going to talk about some stuff later on, but uh, yeah, we we got uh, hundreds of hundreds of Golden Team players here, at least over 100. Yes. And uh, we wanted some special guests over the weekend, so... Uh, Chris is uh, having a tournament, which we'll talk uh, in June, or July. Sorry, it's fair we'll to say about. I invited myself to come do this podcast. That's all right. That's <laughs> all right. Uh, so yeah, we're uh, live here uh, just outside the sports book. Uh, looking over the sports book, I've seen a lot of pictures on Facebook of the odds, mm-hmm. and you know, people with their betting tickets. Uh, no bets are available right now. Numbers are off the board, Tony and Chris. This is uh, pretty interesting. I know, Gino, you went up to the window. What was the verdict? Uh, They basically said they're just not taking action right now. Uh, I've heard where this could typically mean somebody put in a large wager. Uh, I I wonder if Scott Kokel's in the house moving down to a uh, 5-1. That could very, very much be true. What's interesting with that is, I mean, I, I think as of at least a few days ago, they had capped how much you could win. So it's not like someone could have put that big of a wager down. Yeah, they were like, holy crap, we got to shut these odds down. Like, really? what could they have possibly have done? But like, Because we've seen, even since we got here yesterday, the odds move a decent amount. We'll talk about that here in a second. But I, I just, I think it's really interesting that the odds are down. It'll be interesting to see when they come back up. I mean, I know there's a lot of people that want to place bets on themselves or some of their buddies or, or just people they think are going to win. Hey, how's it going? Yeah. We're shaking, dude. Hey, we're podcasting right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Hell Yeah. We got, it, we got it kicking. See how fancy the equipment is? Yeah, we got. Uh, we, we brought the Podmore Get Better Studios all the way. We lugged the equipment like uh, Richard King does. So, yeah, the odds are down. Odds are off the board right now, unfortunately. I know Adam Kramer, it sounds like, was on the Mitch Moss radio show today. So, I don't know. Uh, they gave a shout-out to Podmore Get Better. Uh, doing our diligence and the research. The, so maybe, uh, uh, the odometer on our on our uh, listens is just going crazy right now. Yeah, thousands, thousands. Chris Longino saw the, the uh, Chris Longino saw the analytics, and uh, I think he was actually quite shocked by the numbers. That I didn't realize out. you guys were this famous right? Right when I first <coughs> met you guys. You know, was, you guys weren't this famous. And you know, just a little bit ago, you know, I, I think one of the reasons we want to do the podcast here is because we've got. Uh, We've got people just walking up saying hi, and that's fun. A little bit ago, Fuzz walked by while we're doing some pod show prep. Yeah. Fuzz's wife, a former uh, Golden Tee Widows Association member, yeah. Valerie, was in the house. Yeah. Uh, she she was like, oh, yeah, I'm, a, I'm an avid listener. Podmore, get better. I know all about it. Yeah. Get on my Spotify and listen to the Podmore, get better. So, uh, that you know, you can't, you can't get to thousands of listeners without, you know, t- touching everybody. You know, family members. My daughters are avid listeners. Tony's touching everyone out here. That was probably wasn't the best sentence I've ever said in my life. (laughs) So we 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 haven't cracked it off yet, but uh, Chris Longino was kind enough to uh, buy the rare 24 ounce cans of Coors Light as a uh, donation. A delicacy in South Carolina. Yeah. Yes. I don't believe these are. No. Color changing mountains, but if they were, I think they were. They just oh, been sitting out too long. Oh well, I don't mind a little, little warmth in my beer. But uh, I, no. I've still got my, I've still got my Jesus. brown here. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna crack up my Coors. There we Ooh, go. Oh, that came with some power. So Tony, you got a Coors. I got a yep. Coors. You also have your dark uh, craft beer, not a face peeler. No, I'd say it's a borderline face warmer. I'd say it's on, on the low end of face warming. Chris Longino goes with my uh, nemesis here. Oh, the Bud Light. <laughs> This is basically a rich man's bush light. So cheers <laughs> to you. Yeah, there we go. Well, speaking of, uh, Will made a 
wonderful discovery this morning. And for the people that are going to listen to this podcast today, hopefully we can spread the word uh, upstairs. So there's a second floor to this casino with a bowling alley, with a bowling alley and some Secondary associated bar. Yeah. Bar. Uh, they've got pitchers of bush light up there for seven fifty. Oh, Lord. Uh, you can get a glass for two fifty or a pitcher for seven fifty. They also have like uh, what is Stella Artois, Stella, and, some like, Bud Light, Bud Light, yeah. Yeah. Bud Light for you, Chris. I'm, I'm on board with that. <laughs> yeah, uh, pr- my liver hurts just hearing seven fifty pitchers of bush lights. My yeah. goodness. <laughs> well, it won't hurt your wallet though. That's the be- beautiful part. It's a wallet widener. So, with the odds, and, and we're talking about the odds, we're looking at the big board. The numbers still aren't up. Folks are coming by us here. Um, I know, Tony, we have some of the opening odds and then some of the line movements prior to them going down today. What, what have you noticed in this here, Tony? Well, I think, you know, on our previous uh, podcast, we talked about those top five guys. and The wallet the, wideners. The, the yeah. wallet widener strategy. Um, not really in play anymore, just based on the latest odds. But I know that uh, former, you know, old school Golden Tee player Nathan Wiesner, who's a poker pro, I think, I think still. I think he's out here. Either he lives out here or he was out here for the World Series of Poker. Yeah. I know he did. Uh, looks like he employed the wallet widener strategy. Did he? Yeah. He yeah. got in uh, pretty good at uh, most of the guys were like 8 to 1. Oh, yeah? Uh, I think... Uh, I think if any of those guys were still at eight eight to one, I'd be jumping all over it because we've seen a lot of yeah. movement from those top guys, and maybe even more. And maybe that's why the odds are down. But uh, yeah. But yeah, we got uh, we'll just go down the list. Well, current odds, and you'll see where you see where the money's been put in, and where it's not. You know, Mark Stenmark being the overall favorite at two to one right now, where when he opened at ten to 10 one. Ten to one. I mean, that's you're stealing money at ten to one. Yeah, yeah that's five times your value. That's excellent. Uh, second <laughs> is Evan Gossett, your defending world champion at five to one. And I he, met, he had been uh, sorry. Go ahead. I imagine that he had uh, him, him and his clan probably put a hefty penny on themselves. Yeah, they. Well. Uh, I, he was kind of lagging the other guys. If any, so the other guys were kind of dropping, and Evan really hadn't moved all that much. But really, over the last day, he's really dropped from he was like <coughs> eight to one or nine to one. Now he's all the way to your point, uh, second on the odds list, down to a five to one. Yeah. Uh, and then Haas and Luna, uh, you, you know your normal company here. Haas and Luna six to one. Uh, Lance Harris over there at eight to one uh, seems to be a and Joe Masera also at eight to one. So I mean, still money to be had, I'm sure there. But I mean, if you want to bet Mark Stenmark now, I mean, you're, <laughs> two to one is not as good as yeah, it was. I, I, I'm going to sit on that, see if uh, money comes in on other players and he gets bumped up a little. Because two to one, I, I love you, Mark Stenmark, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not laying on that. So those are our those are our six guys that are in the single digits, right? Six guys, I think. Uh, there's about that same number that are, if, if not even a little bit less, that are in the in the 10 to 20 or 10 to 19 range. This is, I guess, would be your second tier. Yeah, yeah, second some, tier. Yeah, something about with the with the Jeff Landon. Yep. Andy Fox just sounds really good to me at 12 to one for a guy that's won as many tournaments and has <coughs> been such a mainstay. Yes, in this game. Well, he, he he did make the silver bracket last year. Oh, that is so, true. So, so so that's interesting. He, he's he's guaranteed he's going to make the cut in gold this year. So where that can take him, we don't know. But yeah, yeah, twelve to one. I, I like Andy, veteran player. You know, he's a banger. He plays basically every day. You really say he guarantees he's gonna make the cut? Yeah. You think he's Babe Ruth? He's calling a shot here? Come on. Yeah. Uh, next up, we've got uh, Mouth at twelve to one as well. Yeah, you gotta look down. And the Harlow at fifteen. And Harlow at fifteen. Eddie G at fifteen to one. Eddie G. Uh, I haven't seen Eddie G yet. I, I, I saw him this morning, actually. Yeah, I'm sure he's here. Uh, but made a career out of finishing fifth, sixth, and he'll tell you that. He hates it so much. He wants to be top four really bad. Uh, and then the only other guy in the teens is uh, Paul Taylor, and he's at 18-1. to 1. He's been 
Uh, I think Fox and Taylor have been the two guys that I've kind of thrown out there as I think the best value. Matt Van Hoosier, yeah. welcome, Ooh, welcome we, to the we podcast. The, the world Yeah, the uh, world champion announcer from last year and this year. Or is there you insane again? Back. Yes. Uh, as the announcer, were you given any information as to why the odds are not are down right now? Interestingly, I was about to come ask the podcast masters, knowing you were talking about the brackets and the odds, where the heck the odds went? Because I don't know. Well, we can re-explain it to the listeners, no, but basically, the uh, Gino went and asked, and uh, and they didn't say exactly, but they said they took him down, and they speculated that there was a big wager placed, and so they were calculating. Yeah, they've got com- they got a slow computer back there, I guess. Who knows? They just told us that uh, they're no longer, no, they're not taking wagers at this time. They said, how are we supposed to get more action than the NASCAR yeah. race if we don't have any action available? Yeah. I see that. They got the uh, they got the Toyota race going on this weekend, but uh, I think we'll take in more net. Take care, Mr. Matt. Women's World Cup odds up there, I saw. We've got uh, Wimbledon odds, I saw. So, we're talking about betting at the Orleans to win the world championship but we also had the online Calcutta yep. uh, on a password restricted secret form. I know Tony you've kind of done some research because the Calcutta in the gold bracket pays down six spots yep. and then in the silver bracket it pays first and second in silver yep. and I know you were kind of looking at some of the inside numbers between the world championships odds and the Calcutta odds. Yeah and so I was just quick doing some quick math um, you know I, I think odds wise uh, your money's in better uh, with a Calcutta, mm-hmm. just because you can you can you get paid for second, paid for third, paid for fourth, fifth, sixth. But what was interesting is there was it was the bid that people got on that Calcutta. So Stenmark was uh, three thousand percent, and uh, and and the winning the winning uh, if he would win, then he would get nine thousand. So that math roughly coincided with the odds that we were seeing on the World Championships, except for there was a couple really extreme outliers. Um, and uh, Putz was one. Mm-hmm. Putz is one. He went for like I, right around a thousand bucks. But he's at right, he was at twenty two when I did the math the other day. I think it's down to eighteen to one. But like that just skews way towards you know that's just good. I think that's easily shows the value. Fox was skewed a little bit. Fox won for like twelve hundred or something like that. Uh, so his you know his quote unquote true odds would be like seven to one or something. Yeah. Like that. Try to as simply as I could put it for Mark Stenmark, it was thirty two hundred uh, to buy him the Calcutta to win nine thousand. Yeah. So essentially, you're getting five to two odds with second through fourth insurance. Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah. That's that's an incredible buy to me, yeah. especially when you're looking at two to one right now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, especially when you compare it to some of the odds that these guys are getting now at the at the sports book. Um, but yeah. Yeah. So further down the list of the Orleans odds to win with Boyd Gaming. Not much has really taken place in the center of the field. Yeah, I'd say it, what's interesting is actually some of the some of I'll say us mm-hmm. uh, in the uh, eighteen to twenty to twenty five range. Actually, we've had the most negative movement, downward movement. Yeah. yeah. So like, uh, I started off at eighteen to one. I'm at thirty to one. Uh, Brian Oldie went from twenty to twenty five. Clint Grover was at twenty. Now he's at thirty five. GVK was at twenty. Now he's at thirty five. So it's interesting that. Those are the odds that are moving, whereas the other guys, you know, I, I made notes of some other guys that have moved a little bit, mm-hmm. but really, for the other, the other, say, two-thirds of the field, there just hasn't been much movement. It seems to me that basically uh, the guys that are in the middle of the pack or closer to where you, where did you open up at, Tony? 18. 18, and you've moved, moved to 30. Yep. It's almost implied that they're going to take action on you. Okay, so at this point they move you to thirty to one because they're begging you to 
somebody yeah. can put money on you at that point. I'm, be- I'm begging too. Oh, yeah, for Someone sure. love me. Yeah. Someone put money so, on me. Uh, for the record, right now, I think it should be noted that Will Sanstead is 25 to one, and Tony Johnson is 30 to one. Well, Al, ja- take Al Jazz it. is also 25 to one. Oh, Al Jazz is also yeah. 25. To one. Are you the fourth best player in Minnesota now? I, hey, according to Vegas, I am. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fox. The the, the, the ongoing jo- joke with Fox and I is Fox always called me best in Minnesota, uh, which we know isn't true. It's Fox, of course. Chris Thorbrogger. Yeah, there used to be rumors of a Chris Thorbogger potential appearance. And speaking of appearances, uh, our sponsor this week, yeah. helping everyone show up in Vegas. The Richard King Travel Agency. Oh. Welcome back. At least second appearance. I can't remember if there's a third one, but uh, Richard King Travel Agency. You know, we, we, we always talk about how, uh, you know, Richard King traveling the country, going to tournaments. Uh, decided oh. to start up his own travel agency to help out others that want to do the same. Yeah, a, a minimum of one layover, potentially two, maybe even three, in guaranteed delays. You can't go wrong with the yeah. Richard and, King and Travel so some, Agency. Some of the some of the clients that I know booked through the Richard King Travel Agency for this tournament, uh, Putts, yeah, uh, Paul Taylor, uh, I believe he got delayed a full day. Oh, a, a, a full king, we'll call it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we got a Josh Mertzig was uh, delayed a day. I think uh, Lee Chepnik was delayed. Skipper. Oh, that's a spoiler. Yeah. Skipper's here. Yeah. Skipper Ripper. Surprise, surprise us all this morning. Uh, he got delayed a little bit. But, uh, yeah, I know you'll see on Facebook, like, oh, flight got delayed four hours. I know the East Coast was dealing with some weather, so I think that was going on. Yeah, so, so when you're looking to get to Vegas and you want to get laid over in a city, not for just an hour, two, three hours, potentially overnight. And we're so not you, talking major hubs either. Yeah, so, so you can sleep in an airport and experience an airport that you've never been to before. Richard King Agency specializes. He specializes in Sacramento <coughs> connections. Yeah. I, I, sw- I swear he has some algorithm built in for a weather system, so he'll get you rerouted to a place where you can get delayed. His offices are more normally located in heavy rain areas, heavy weather areas. Yeah, no, it's perfect. It makes sense. Yeah, so, so shout out to Richard King, another uh, another sponsor coming back to do more work and uh, get the word out for his ongoing, continuing, and growing business. <coughs> I ca- I'm also, ha- yeah, I apparently was a sp- uh, have a sponsor. I have a dance university. I was just told about a few months ago, or a couple weeks ago, that on this podcast. And now I'm officially so, given a capital investment to this podcast. Sounds like uh, Chris Longino is a podcast participant, but not a podcast listener. <coughs> well, yes. I, I, no, that's what I said. I have a dance university. Uh, yeah. Oh, I thought someone had to tell you about no, it. No, no. I had listened to it. I was actually, uh, I, have a, I have a home edition. Uh, I have not updated. I bought it used earlier this year, and I just I was listening to the podcast, and I started laughing. That video has gotten way too much power for what it was. It really was. It just some sweet moves. Oh, I appreciate that. When you I, got moves like that. You just gotta open a business. My mom is so proud. She really so, is. so Gino, you're here because you're promoting a tournament coming up. We've talked about it on the podcast. Tell us a little bit about the Carolina Clash. Well, now, this isn't a formal PEG Tour event, no. but we think it's going to be on par with it. I mean, you talk about the number of signups currently going on. We're, we're, uh, this is going to rival it. We're really proud. We're really proud of what's going on right now. It's uh, this idea. Well, it's been an idea of mine. I've wanted to run a tournament in South Carolina uh, for, I mean, the better part of probably five years. Uh, but the means to do a tournament is it's not a simple task. Yep. Uh, machines, money, uh, venues, things like that, uh, all come into play. And uh, I live in Greenville, South Carolina. Uh, the capital of Columbia is about an hour and a half uh, south of Greenville. Uh, some bar owners who I've known down there for several years came to me and they said they wanted to run something. 
Uh, this was back in January, and I, uh, they came up to Greenville, and I basically pitched them what I wanted to do. Uh, I think we're good. Thank you. Um, I'll have a... Never mind, we're not. Bud Light, please. G Gino's got to go for a reload on his Bud Light yeah. here. Uh, I'll pay uh, I'll pay uh, card. All right, sorry. This is so professional, guys. I no, that's all right. This, makes, this is what makes for a good yeah. podcast. Yeah, so. this is what we got to do. You got to keep the beers flowing. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, they came up, and I, I made this big presentation about um, uh, what they would need, and I gave them a number. Uh, I gave them a number of how much money for us to run our tournament for the first time, uh, how much beer, and I said $2,000. They said that was just fine, and they were really, and they were okay with that. So, we had everything set up. The only thing we didn't have was machines, and when you're trying to run a, a venue or a, an event of big magnitude machines are important Russ Layton Moving Company did you use them? we did perfect the, the nice. Russ Layton Moving Company <laughs> uh, we've also uh, insured him for two tires for the trip down yeah, perfect <laughs> the uh, so we didn't have machines they flew up to, for the Wisconsin tournament my bar owners did they flew up uh Bought, actually, one of them, I think, bought you in the Calcutta up there. Uh, yeah, uh, I didn't know who the hell it was. But Mike Muse, yeah, he's one of my bar owners. Yeah. And he uh, basically went to Steve. I think it was like a 30-minute conversation. Can you provide machines? And we're offering him a little bit of money to come to bring machines for us. And they are. So, And now we'll have, uh, for the Carolina Clash, 19 machines for the Carolina Clash. We have 97 players at the moment signed up. I didn't even. I didn't actually know it was a Russell. Russ Layton Moving Company, but they are the P it's not a PEGT event, but those are PEGT machines. Jeez. Yeah, th this is a legit plug. Yeah, so we are we have six of our own. They're bringing in 13, so we'll have 19 total. A venue, it's, a, it's got a lot of space. I wouldn't say it has as much as what a Wisconsin or a Florida does, but there's plenty of space. It's not the NIV. A lot bigger than that. And uh, probably bigger than Houston has been, I'm guessing. Uh, yeah, Houston, uh, that gotten tied for a lot of years, too, yeah, yeah. with that many people. So, um, so a lot of people. Yeah, and then it sounds so, like you're getting a lot of people too. Yeah, and so they've moved the number up from two thousand to four thousand dollars now. They've got they're really excited about all this. So once this world championship and we're all excited to be there, but once this is done, we take center stage and we're really excited, really encouraged with uh, the the outpour of support for this thing, and uh, we're hoping it's going to be an epic event. Yeah. So let's talk about logistics. You, you talked about the capital city city being an hour, hour and a half away. So I assume there are a couple different airport locations folks could fly into. Talk about entry fees. Is are there hotels close? Good lodging options yeah. available? What, so, what can you talk about, players? When, when when I when I came when I started pitching the idea of the tournament, I, I essentially kind of wanted to take an idea of one of the previous tournaments we had years ago. And just bring down the economics of, uh, of it a little bit. The PEGT Tour has written the playbook on running a great tournament. Yeah. All right, how to do it, games, how many games you play, like five-course qualifiers. You remember, guys, when we played three-course qualifiers back in the day? I remember a Worlds, Worlds Tournament where it was a one-course qualifier. Yeah, and that was <laughs> just five-course qualifier, having everybody in the bar involved all day on a Saturday. Uh, as far as airport's concerned, we do have a uh, airport. The airport next to the bar is about a mile away. Uh, the great thing about this bar is within a quarter mile, you have a hotel and a Waffle House. Oh. Which in South Carolina, Waffle House is king. And all that right there, and then the airport's about a mile down the road. There are other options if you want to try Charlotte, North Carolina, Charleston, South Carolina, or Greenville Spartanburg Airport, all within an hour and a half if you want to make that kind of trek. Uh, so there are options there, and those are a lot cheaper airports. 
Uh, and I imagine there'd be some some guys coming from those cities. If you can coordinate with them, might be able to help you out with a ride. Or oh, something. absolutely. Yeah, we're, we're offering rides. Anybody that needs a ride, we're more than happy to help you with, with any of that. Future sponsor, Chris Longino Limo Agency. Yes. Mental note. Yep. Uh, Thor Brogger's going to be helping me with that. <laughs> <laughs> so we have options here in, yes. in terms of if this is going to be someone's first tourney or their you know 20th tourney that we got a close airport close hotels close to bars so you're talking probably no rental cars involved ubers pickups the whole deal everything's going to be right there it sounds it, like logistically this is right up a golden tee player's alley absolutely and it's you know outside of it being a regional airport so if it for anybody that's traveled to richmond before like from minnesota yep. uh flying is not of the cheapest expense uh, it is a regional airport, so that one is. A, it can be a little higher, but there's also uh, it's a big American Airlines hub, so yeah. Houston, all that stuff. Check, yeah. check your flights. I mean, and check your options too. Do the you know look within 90 miles option. Mm -hmm. A lot of the flight so, flight trackers have that sort of thing. So. We've talked about this for a little while. I don't think we said the dates. Oh yeah, oh. <laughs> <laughs> July 19th through the 21st. Uh, and uh, to get back to the point that you made, uh, uh, remember the frozen of. Uh, bring down the economics, and that's what a part of that was. So instead of a hundred dollar entry, it's a sixty dollar entry. Instead of a uh, twenty five dollar handicap entry, it's a fifteen dollar handicap entry. And I'm trying to make it a lot more friendlier, especially for my local guys. Thank you. Yeah, you talked about the local aspect, and you, you said you have a good local player base where this is going to be their first big national tourney. I, uh, I meant to count it before the podcast, but it was somewhere in the neighborhood of a, uh, somewhere in the neighborhood of the forty. 445 range of never people have never attended a nationally recognized golf tournament. Well, and and I think part of you know part of the, obviously we've talked about this isn't a PEGT event, but obviously they're supporting it by with the machines. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that one of the reasons that they would that they're doing that has to be that you know like you said you've got 48 guys that have never been to a, a big national tournament before. These are potential future customers of the PEGT. Yeah. I mean it, they don't have a PEGT event within I don't know what six hour drive of there, but. Orlando's not that far. Richmond's not that far. Like mm -hmm. uh, these are these are guys that might start. Hey, my first big experience. This is awesome. I want to do more of this. Yeah, yeah we're we're opening. We're, I call us one of the biggest <coughs> untapped markets there are in the South. I mean, there, we have a lot of players, a lot of home edition guys. You know, they may they may not shoot thirty four unders like Tony Johnson here, but you know they, they'll try their best to get a twenty four under and be really happy with it. And they just love the game. Yeah. Uh, and it's made, it's made for a great thing we got going on down there. So happy to do it. Hope you, anybody can make it July 19th through the 21st. And, and, and you've got a Facebook page set up for that. Yeah, I do. Yeah, you can see it on Facebook. Uh, it's just Carolina Clash. Uh, through You can find it through Golden Tea. I've posted it through uh, Golden Tea Fan if you're on there. Um, yeah, so hit me up on Facebook if you need more information. Please do. Yeah, it's not, it sounds like a great event here. All right. So uh, now let's – so it's Friday. Yes. It's about 1 o'clock. The Sandmire Day. We're, yeah, Sandmire Day. So we're, we uh, we did some pooling earlier. Pool. Pool. Uh, the audio is just not going to work for us to do it out there, but uh, we'll be back out at the pool tomorrow. We'll try to do it again. Uh, but tonight, about four hours from now, we've got registration, and then uh, about two hours after that, we've got the closest to the pin event. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm excited for this. So I think Puff, Steve Kramer, put on Facebook there approximately 80 people who have confirmed that they're going to enter this. I know we got the Panda in the audience right now. We got Al Jazz. We got CJ, Chris Wangler, who's here. We got West Daddy. West Daddy showed up, right? Yeah, we got a, we got a nice little live audience here. So CJ and the Panda, I know, are going to go after this CGTP spot. Yep. Well, two of them. 
two spots. Yeah, there's I two say. slots. And uh, I'm hoping that, it, you know, one, <laughs> I'd, I'd love for Chris to get in, of course, local guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'd be fun to qualify with him. Yeah, Tony, your you're qualifier. Yeah, I get to, uh, my qualifier is with the second closest to the pin winner. And yeah, G- I will find out tonight. Gino, you're qualifier. You're going to be on the stream. Uh, sure. Yeah, is this kid like 21, 22, the CJ kid? I've never met him yeah. before. He's a good-looking dude. Yeah, he yeah. is. Lord. Um, I'm Who sorry, you qualifying with? Oh, who am I calling? Andy, Andrew Haas. Oh, Andy I'm familiar Haas. with him. Uh, yeah. I've heard of him. Yeah. Uh, I believe on the board, he's listed first. <coughs> yes, he is the top. Uh, uh, update, still no odds. So I'm, yeah. I'm happy for you guys to finally get to know who Andrew Haas is. This is one of his uh, rare times on the stream. And, uh, yeah. Is Hopefully. he one of those? Is he one of the guys that this will be his first big national tournament? Yeah, I think uh, he'd be a sleeper pick to almost you know get top sixteen here. Maybe yeah. we'll see what happens. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, we got the closest pin event tonight, and uh, the three of us here at the Podmore Get Better Podcast have made uh, two selections each. Yes. Uh, who we are going to guess. I'm still trying to make Let's be selections. honest, this is pretty random. Like, there's a lot of good guys playing and gals. Yep. Um, and closest to pin can be a bit of a crapshoot. Yeah. Especially at single elimination. Like, the panda might knock one to eight inches. Yeah, she may have a six-iron thumber. I, I know she's played one game this entire last year. So, uh, she's the dark horse, but she's uh, not one of the two that I picked. I uh, personally went with... I'm going to take a Dave Sandmeyer. Back-to-back in it. Back-to-back. I'm going to go Dave Sandmeyer and uh, Brandon Robinson, B-Rob. I think uh, those are my two picks good ones. To, to get the last two spots. you got a couple Wisconsin guys there. Yes. Uh, I am going with Stace Herring and Barack Tamel, up-and-coming player. Yes. Getting lots of games in. I'm going to take him as my second Part pick. of that Houston crew. Yeah. Um, because you picked Brandon Robinson, I'm not going to pick him now. <laughs> I, I just can't be that guy that picks the same guy. Uh, Baron Stevens got in my ear last night and said he is guaranteeing that he, nobody plays closest to the pen like he does. 25% of his gameplay is dedicated to closest to the pen. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to roll with my boy Baron. He's from Wilmington, North okay. Carolina. And uh, I'm going to say uh, I'm going to go a long shot here with Daniel Tarleton. Okay. Uh, who, he, once again, it's, this is a crapshoot. Uh, yeah. You know, you got nine holes to try to move on in a single elimination tournament. So there's... You know, you could maybe not play your best game and still get in, or you could play your best and still lose to a hole out. You know, yeah, and I think we're we're talking a hundred people or so. You know, somewhere definitely above sixty-four people are going to be in this tournament. That's, I mean, you got to win six matches at that point. That's a lot of bullets to dodge to yeah. get through. Well, I guess technically, if you just need to be top two, but uh, but still, that's a lot of bullets to dodge with a lot of good mm-hmm. players going up against going up against. So it's a, it's a pretty big capture. So. Yeah, and I, I think fo- once folks get to about you know, pull five or six, it's not necessarily going to be about, I need to put this close. Their opponent, you know, the leader may have a six, seven footer. They may have a 10 or 12 footer. They might start chasing holes and going for the hole out. I know I'm going to be on the rail tonight. Uh, we do have the 30, 30, 30 for the qualified entrance, which we still don't have any information on, but very when, tight lift around here yeah, about that. Yeah. When, if I'm eliminated, uh, I'll take the when, I don't know what the Chris Longino <laughs> prop bet is on that. But I'll be right on the rail because I want to cheer these guys on. I, I want to see a moment like last year with the Sandmeyer where we have people cheering, hoisting up two Bud Lights. Just uh, really excited about that. So 
your prop bets, Chris Longino. I know uh, you did just some research. Some podcast prep. Thank you, Chris. Uh, yeah, uh, we got him doing all our errands. Yeah, like, hashtag New content. guy can do all this shit. Uh, I uh, had the uh, most eventful day of travel yesterday where I basically... Booked through the Richard King Travel Agency? Booked through the Richard King Travel Agency. Of you course. can only get that kind of service where you're flying in an airplane and you're, the flight for your first destination to your next destination and your layover is 26 minutes and you spend two and a half hours in the air because there's so much rain going on in Charlotte that you have to go back to the airport and refuel and then go to the, your layover. Oh, Jesus. Only for Richard King. They call that a double king. Yeah, that is a yeah. double king. Uh, so during this time, and Vegas is also a four and a half hour flight, I um, just did a little po- uh, did a little handicapping of some prop bets that would uh, be fun for the World Championship. Yeah, let's go. And, uh, now, we've heard- time, I liked all the ones we talked about at the pool. Let's talk about it. Okay. Uh, well, especially that one about Will. Uh, especially Thank Will. You. We'll get to- <laughs> uh, I have a couple about Will. Yeah. There, uh, well, we'll start with this. Will there be a first-time world champion? All right. So we'll just uh, break that down a little bit. All right. So yes, I put it yes, even money, no, minus 130. Seven world champions uh, in Golden Tee history. Five of them are here. So no Eversol, no Boozbach. Yep. All right. So you have Harlow, Kensler, Evan Gossett, Mark Stenmark, Andy Haas. All right. There's a good chance that you can get a world champion from that group, especially yeah. especially the momentum Mark Stenmark has right now. And so when you when you said that out of the pool and you said the the uh, the no is yeah. a minus one thirty, I kind of thought about it quick and I said I have you know see that would be my bet. Mm-hmm. And because I think that number, if anything, I'd put it a little higher. I'd put the no at like minus 160, 175, and the, and the yes at a plus plus 130 or something in that range. Like, I think that's probably about right. And, and if you look at the odds on the big board, they kind of agree. Yeah, mm-hmm. they bear that out. They, uh, you know, uh, yeah, that's about right. Uh, will there be a bogey in the final match played of the World Championship? So I, I want to go back to the first prop bet because, right. Tony, I, I want to make sure we mark this down. Okay. See where we're at. Sim- oh, this is kind of like when we were doing NFL season. Yeah, si- simulated, you know, right. simulated so, gambling. This is a no whammy segment here. First time, first time winner, winner first time world champion. Uh, taking TJ is taking no <laughs> at minus one thirty. Okay, I will take the no as well. Okay, Will is taking the no, also at minus one thirty. Chris, so there are. I'm going to go yes. We've got, oh, it's always a better podcast when we disagree, so that's perfect. Absolutely. I, got, I have to be a contrarian. have to be. Chris is taking yes at even. Uh, and uh, so, Andy Fox, I'm talking to you, buddy. All right, if you want to do this this weekend, this is for you. <coughs> what, about, what about your boy, Tony? Yeah, oh, yeah, my boy, Tony. <laughs> 30 to 1. I'm going to make a lot of money this weekend off that. Hell, yeah. Uh, will there be a bogey in the final match played of the World Championship? So when I say that, the, the winning match, the final match that is played in the World Championship, will there be a bogey? Yes, plus 150, no, minus 200. So, Tony, you kind of broke this down at the pool in terms of what it would take for a Golden Tee player to actually get a bogey. I, I know, you know, when we are banging out games, all of us, you know, we're messing around. You realize you screwed up a shot. You just kind of, I'll throw my chip up there, whatever, maybe miss a putt, maybe miss an approach chip. So, Tony, what are your thoughts on a bogey actually happening, and how could a Golden Tee player get to a bogey? So, I'm thinking specifically about this last match. You've got, you've got really good players who are playing really well, right? You're playing for the championship. Uh, so presumably they're hot. So that, you know, it takes down the odds a little bit. Uh, but it, 
where you're going to screw up a lot of times is going to be on a, a drivable par four that you just hit not the best shot on, or a, or a par five, who knows. But usually, if you screw up a shot on one of those holes, you're par in the hole, right? Get wet on the you get wet on the approach shot. You, up and you down. Chip, you get up and down for at least a par, maybe even chipping for birdie. But a par three, especially more at the end of the round where you're maybe chasing a hole out or something, that's where I think we've got a chance for a uh, or a bogey. So, so you you get a hole like was it is it is it Gave 16? Yep, that'd be one. Pa- pa- par three. You get dropped on the rock. I could, I could the venture to say Sand Hill 17 would be one of those as well, where you get you could get wet. Uh, a lot of those come in. Also, you think about this. You know, just in the heat of the moment, where just say you you water crawled at 18. All right. So now you need to, you want to try to make a chip, and then you chip it in the water. Yeah, Stuff yeah. like that can add yep, extenuating circumstances. All right. So what we've got? What were the numbers there? Uh, plus, yes, at plus 150, and no at minus 210. Uh, I will take. I will take a no. I, I think to Tony's point, I think folks will be on their game. I think they'll be going through a heater. I think they'll be incredibly focused. Um, unless someone's up a stroke, maybe two, I, I don't know how much they're really going to chase that uh, potential par three drop. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to hit I'm gonna hit a no on that. It's uh, longer odds. I am taking yes. I like, uh, I'll take the uh, plus 130 on that yes. And, uh, yeah, I think, uh, you know, the way I, the one I laid out the option for a bogey there. Mm-hmm. Also, I like what what Chris laid out. Uh, just as a hey, it's it's the end. I, I gotta make this chip, mm-hmm. a little in the hole or in the water kind of thing. For sure. Uh, and and also if you're down a couple strokes, you know you're just kind of knocking it. You know. Yeah, uh, I, I would go with yes as well. I'm, All right. I'm on board with that. Chris is a yes. Okay, what do we got next, Chris? Uh, uh, I, this is one I actually uh, I have a couple here I did mention to you guys in the pool, so Ooh, we'll, we'll go with this. Um, over under power K players that will be in the top four, over one and a half, over under one and a half. So now we, we need to get the technicality because yes, and that's, uh, Paul Luna has recently moved to Houston. Uh, Tony brought up a valid point that we don't know if he currently has valid registration uh, in in Houston, but, but I think for the sake of the tournament right now, he resides out of Houston, Texas. So I would say he is excluded from being part of this bet. And what about uh, guys like Lance Harris? Who play on power vending machines? Would we? Are, is he part of this? Uh, when I originally thought of this, no. And I actually just started thinking that now. A guy like Jeff Lynn and Brian Bernhardt, who also play under uh, power machines as well. All right. They, so, so, so we're talking. Original intent is just the, just the power power, okay. right. power so we'll, 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 not we'll, power vending. We'll break it down okay. off of that. Okay. Uh, so uh, yeah, the over under one and a half. You get a uh, plus uh, over is plus one thirty. Under is minus one sixty. And understand I'm not a professional here, okay? I'm throwing these numbers just out of midair. So we have Evan Gossett. Evan Gossett. Jeff Harlow. Mm-hmm. Joe Massara. Sean Gervais. That's exactly People were sleeping on Sean yeah. Gervais. Nobody's mentioned him all weekend. You're the first one. Yeah, so 1.5 uh, top four, judging on recent history. I'm, I'm going to take the over. I think two of those guys can sneak in there. Uh, your first initial thought would be Evan and JoJo, but I think Sean Gervais. I, I think he's ready. Uh, I think he's ready for a run. But yeah, the main horses, Evan and JoJo. I, I think they'll be right there again, just like last year. Uh, I'm. Uh, I, I'm also going over for the same reasons that you just laid out. Well. Sean Gervais, the World Championship two years ago, lost 30-29, 30-29 to go zero and two. All right, nobody runs worse in the World Championship than that guy. I'm hoping he breaks through. <coughs> so. Uh, they, I'm going over as well. I, I, All three overs. Okay, they, they, they have a... That means we're believing in you, Evan. Okay. Yeah, they, they have a high standard to live up to. All right. 
Uh, this is an interesting one. A player from the state of Texas will win the world championship. Uh, yes. At plus, I need to adjust this because where Mark is and the odds, but uh, I said at the time, yes, plus 160, no, minus 200. So what you're looking at, I mean, there's a the, Texas is the most represented state in this tournament. Uh, but when you really dive into the two top two names you're obviously looking at is Paul Luna and Mark Stenmark. Yep. And then there's guys that have had top fours before. Chad Hart, who just walked up, he just had his first top four in February. Uh, George von Koschenbar has a few top fours. Yep. Uh, Houston, this yeah. last year. Mm -hmm. So there's, I mean, there's a lot of guys that. So a player from the state of Texas will win the world championship. Plus 160, yes. No, minus 200. I am going no. No. Not that I think that that's the right choice of the odds. I just don't. I, I think someone else is going to win it. Tony, I'm gonna I'm gonna back you up on that. I'm gonna say no. Uh, I know Stenmark right now. Last update odds was the two to one favorite, and I think he goes deep again. I just don't know if he can pull it out. So, like I said, I'm gonna hit the no on that. And 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 realistically, so we you know we mentioned Stenmark said two two to one. I'd be really really surprised if he stays at two to one. I I I'd be I I bet he finishes off. At least at five to two or three to one. I just think nobody's gonna at, at two to one. That's just a really yeah, tough he, bet. He, he's not. I don't, I don't Man, think he's gonna get. Player, any, course, I don't think he's gonna get any action at two to one right now. And is it? You know, once the odds get updated and they uh, they allow. Chad Hart, back welcome in. to the podcast. Yeah. No, no, speak okay, away. Yeah. We had a waitress on. We had, I'm just going to drink my Pedialyte. It's a good call. Uh, hydration. Yeah, hydration station going on. Yeah. Fine, guys. We'll talk to you later. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so with Mark Sinmark as a 2-1, to one, to Tony's point, I don't think he's going to get any money laid on him. So as you get it shifting to Haas, Luna, Evan, JoJo, Landon, Tony Johnson, whoever, uh, I think his odds will be adjusted accordingly uh, going up to that 5-2, you 3-1. Know, to two, three to one, We're going to see a bounce back. Uh, I don't think it'll get all the way to four to one because I think as people start seeing that number creep, they might kind of peck at that a little and say, "Oh, I'll throw a quick fifty at it." Yeah, I, and I didn't see when I saw the odds yesterday. Stenmark was four to one. I never, so he must have just gotten a lot of money. I didn't never see that three to one. So I don't know if he got so much action from it was it one big bet that he just, uh, you know, he dropped all the way to two to one. Mm -hmm. uh, my pick. Uh I'm sorry. This just it feels like a Stenmark year. And right. Maybe I'm just on board with that. All if, right. if, if, if Chris Longino is not going to win this world championship, then yeah, Mark Stenmark can do it. All right. <laughs> uh, where are we going? Uh, I, I'll, I'll go with the Minnesota one because that one's next. Over under players from Minnesota that will finish in the top four. And I said a half, 0.5. And then, so I think it's an interesting thought, but I, I also, you know, you obviously had it for the Powercade. I think it's interesting to do for all the states. Obviously, we're not going to do that right no, here, right no. now, but just to think about, like, okay, you know, what, what's the, what are the states where that you'd have to put the number at one and a half? I think there's only two, Texas and yeah, Missouri. Missouri. Yeah. No other state would be like, yeah. But every other state, because you don't want an even number, every other state would be set at half. Yeah, and then you adjust the odds that way. And then way. adjust the odds from there. So, uh, Minnesota. Uh, over. Over over a over, half is what? Uh, plus 115. And under is minus, minus 140. Okay. Oh, gosh. Lots of top four pedigree in this Minnesota thing. Yeah, I, I hate to be the bearer of bad news. I'm, I'm going to say no. 
unfortunately, I, uh, I I want one of us to come home with one of those top four trophies, put it up in the banger bunker. Uh, we've got lots of shelving up, got a you know nice little man cave feel to it. Are you trying it's, to reverse jinx this? Yeah, yeah, maybe this is the reverse <laughs> jinx, but uh, I'm, I'm going to say no. And, well, under. Yes, I'm, I'm going to say under the point five. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say I'm going to take the over. I, you could put this number at one and a half, and I'd still take the over. No. I'm, really. I'm, I'm going to go with the over too, man. Right. Just. I, I feel good about Fox this year. I don't know why, but I, I, maybe because uh, Mr. Sobel was talking some uh, talk some energy in me with both Steve Sobel last night. So, I mean, with uh, Andy Fox. Well, uh, 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 do the ball one. I like the ball one. It's a fun one. Uh, the ball that is played that will win the world championship. <coughs> so, just to make sure that in the final match of the world championship, the winner, what ball are they using? All right. Uh, the odds at here. Streaks are plus 150, the Barrage are plus 250, the Grabber plus 400, the Stout plus 500. I put the Gripper on here because I'm not sure if Evan Goss is still messing with that ball or not, but it's plus 800, and then the Razor's at plus 10,000. Razoids! Razoids, that's We've got that's at least me. one person in this tournament that, that yeah, plays the Razoids. Yeah, I'm, I'm stubborn in that regard. Uh, I will not take the Razoids, uh, but I'll take the Barrage. Okay. I'm, I'm uh, so Will is taking barrage. barrage. What was the number on the barrage? Uh, plus two fifty. Plus two fifty. Uh, I am taking the streaks, and that was plus one fifty. Mm-hmm. And this is obviously a lot course dependent, but I th- I'm hearing a lot of players now almost going streaks exclusively. Uh, I will go streaks. As well. was streaks. All right, Chris Longino is streaking. Okay. Uh, a couple joking ones here. Uh, Paul Luna will have a microphone and singing how many times? I said over under a half a time. He'll at least do it once in this tournament. Will he have a microphone and sing to everybody? I said over under a half. I didn't put odds on that. Yeah. How many times Kevin Lindsay will mention during the broadcast that players are really good friends while they're playing? You know, that was, you guys were here. It's probably, so, what, a 7.5 on the over under? Oh, uh, I put 50. All right. Because 50? It, it felt, 50.5? Uh, I, I felt 49.5. Like, we, yeah, we'll we just turned it into a drinking game. Yeah. yeah that's essentially what it is. Good but, friends, Tony Johnson, Wilson, drink. I watched, the, I watched the broadcast almost wire to wire last year, and it was amazing how many times Kevin Lindsay came on and said, and these guys are really good friends. So they, they is, play together well, all that's the time. That's what happens when all the so, Missouri guys get in the top four. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so so this is in reference to the actual stream, the day of, the live stream, yeah. not the 30-minute, 22-minute ESPN production. Yeah. The actual... Uh, 50, yeah. That's... Yeah. I, I could see it happen. He mentions that a lot. Uh, back to a, a more of a serious one, because uh, I think Tony liked this one at the pool earlier. Well, closest to the pin qualifier, make the cut. Uh, yes, oh, at, oh, yeah, yeah. yes at plus 175, and no at minus 250. I'll take the uh, no at 250. We, we talked about kind of being a crapshoot, and I'd, I'd love to say that Dave Sandmeyer is the case uh, case study last year, pulling off the Sandmeyer, getting the one spot last year versus the two this year. Um, so you have two horses in theory, but I think coming off that uh, high, uh, I think Dave Sandmeyer, I don't even know if he slept last year. Yeah. Um, but coming off the high of winning that championship, going out, hitting the town, drinking uh, Las Vegas out of Bush Light and half their stash of Bud Light, um, I think I don't, I don't want to say that Dave was just happy to be there because we all know he was thrilled to win that and get that spot. Um, but I think coming off that high on Friday night and doubling back Saturday to put up five good qualifying scores, I just don't see it happening. Uh, while Will was talking, I changed my mind. I'm going to go with a yes. I Ooh. think that well. We've, we talked about it being a crapshoot. I think there's a lot of really good players, and I think that one of the two people is going to make the cut. 
I, I will go no. Um, and so the rumor is that Thor Brogger's in this city somewhere. Okay, well, let me throw that out there. I don't think he's attending tonight, but look, just if he shows up, if he wins close to the pin, the guy's not going to miss a cut. I don't believe so, anyway. Uh, outside of that, I mean, there's guys that are capable. Brandon Robinson has made cuts. Scott Zollers has made cuts. Uh, Barack Tamel has made cuts. You know, so there's there's potential there. Uh, so the uh, oh we got a couple oh yeah more. yeah well, yeah I got, I got just a couple more. Uh, will Richard King make his flight home? Yes, plus two thousand. No, uh, minus thirty five hundred. Will he be on his flight on time? Uh, I didn't have that one on. Hey, we're in the middle of a podcast. Welcome. Yeah, what's well, up, buddy? Um, I will take the no. No, I I, I think that Richard King using his own travel agency. Uh, I don't want to say he always has a contingency plan. He always finds a way to make it home within about three days of his original arrival time. Uh, I just don't think it happens, much less here in Vegas. Now that uh, he is not going to be running the street. Oh, that's the wild card here. Yeah, he's he's going to have free reign of this town, and I think he's going to take full advantage so of that, not having stream responsibilities. That plays both ways. So obviously not having the stream responsibilities, full run of the town. But he also doesn't have to pack up any gear. Oh, that, that yeah, makes for just, a quicker departure, yeah. too. I, I, he's not answered this question to me, but can he play closer to the bend tonight? I he, assume so. I, I would assume so as well, but he he's not answered that question to me in a straight face, so I don't know what's going on there. But he, uh, I would like to see him playing it. Uh, just two more here, guys. Uh, will the world champion be wearing headphones or earbuds? Yes, at earbuds. minus... Oh, ear, I, mean, <laughs> I know. <laughs> yes, at minus 300, no, plus 180. I'll take the Yes. Uh, most of them do now. I, I believe your best one that won't be will be like an Andy Fox. Uh, I've seen Luna go to it now. Uh, yeah, you've got Haas that rocks them, Stenmark, Luna, JoJo. Um, we talk about some of the front runners, the potential for Luna to hop in there as well. I'm, I'm going to say, yeah, they're, they're wearing earbuds yeah. or headphones. And, so, and I got this last one, and we kind of answered the question when we made our closest to the pin uh, picks. Will Dave Sandmeyer go back to back? And it's yes, it's plus 200, no, minus 250. I, I, I still I like Will, it. Will, Will likes yes, I guess. Maybe, maybe I'm sentimental. Uh, I love Dave Sandmeyer. I love his moment last year. Uh, it's the Friday Night Sandmeyer Challenge. We're, oh, by the way, we are still accepting uh, submissions on the trophy. Oh, we've extended it. Yeah, we've extended it. Okay, that that's great news. Maybe we'll have a last-minute arrival. Maybe Thor Brogger is bringing his prototype of the Sandmeyer trophy. He didn't want to risk shipping it, so we brought it yeah. uh, by hand. Oh, wow. Makes sense. Excited for that. All right, well, I think uh, we've, uh, we're have we at the 45-minute mark. That's a good number. Uh, and, uh, you know, we talked about closest to the pin tonight. Uh, we think, you know, we'll, uh, whether whether it's tonight, maybe we'll do, maybe we should have a little 10-minuter after the... Yeah, uh, a little Billy White Shoes Johnson quickie. Yeah. Uh, but we'll definitely, before the qualifier tomorrow, we'll uh, we'll get on the horn again, do a little quick, it'll probably be like a 15-minute podcast Just or so. Just a little CTTP wrap-up, see if we got updated odds. The board is still not updated, it's still not taking action, unfortunately. We may have to go a little longer, because we don't know about what this $3,030.30 yeah. yeah. thing is. I mean... I'm not, yeah. yeah. I mean, if we go longer, we go longer. Yeah. So... Our thousands of listeners would like nothing more, I'm sure. Yes. I'm uh, super happy with doing this podcast. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah, it's in Carolina class. Carolina class. July 19th through the 21st. Guys, we're breaking the mold with this tournament. I'm happy to do it. Let's uh, make this happen, guys. Thank you. All All right. 
Enjoy the weekend if you're here in Vegas. Uh, hopefully you're listening to it uh, while you're taking a nap after getting day drunk. Uh, otherwise, Chris Longino, I'm Will Samstead. Tony Johnson. Have a good one.